ladies, you're listening to the Hurt Podcast. My name is Holly, and I am super excited because it is now April. So we are kicking off a brand new series for this month called April Fools. And so my vision and idea for this topic is really just to chat about things that maybe have fooled us in our past, whether it's relationships, friends, um, family, or just life itself being fooled and rejected by people that we love and how to set healthy boundaries moving forward. So I'm super excited to introduce you to today's guest speaker who's kicking off this topic um, for the month of April. Her name is JC Silva, and she is from Louisiana, my hometown. Woo, so hi, JC. Welcome to <laughs> hey. the podcast. I'm so excited I'm super to have excited. you <laughs> Me too, because I'm too. like... Definitely our, our accents are going to cling today, so I always get so excited just to have another Louisiana babe on the show, because it's great. Louisiana is great. <laughs> Louisiana is great. You had a girl, um, I think it was last month, from Alabama, and I was like, yes, I love her. She had the like strongest little Alabama accent, and I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> I love it, too. I know. It just gives it a little twang to the podcast, so for all the girls listening today, welcome to the Her Podcast. We are two crazy southern babes and we're just going to talk about life today and this topic I'm super excited just to launch and because we all deal with life and rejection and you know being fooled by other people so JC before we start why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are what you do and then we'll get started um well I'm JC um I'm 23 years old um I'm currently an outside operator in a chemical plant um down in Geismar Louisiana I'm originally from Moss Bluff. Um, funny story, I actually moved to Baton Rouge to be a hairdresser. Uh, went to hair school, did all that, realized it wasn't all what it was meant to be, and it wasn't really for me. It wasn't filling the void that I had. Um, and that's actually how me and Holly met. It brought us together. I've actually been doing her mom's hair for about four years now. Still do it on the side. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Just a little crazy Cajun over here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you have your hands full in a lot of things, but just the few things that you've told me about, like working in the plant and the lifestyle that you're doing, you're killing it because you're getting, you bought a house and you're about to build a home for yourself. So congratulations. That's huge. Oh, thank you. You're just a boss babe in Louisiana. So take pride in that. That's freaking awesome. Um, so let's dive into this topic. I guess my first question for you. Okay, so we've all been fooled by like friends, family, you know, we've had to deal with rejection over and over and it's it's a super like for me rejection's like super sensitive because it happens over and over but when you think of being fooled um or this topic what's like the first let's go let's go back to like high school because okay. I feel like high school is where a lot of things went down especially for us girls was there a season or just a crazy you know episode or just something happened in your life where you were fooled tremendously and then looking back now you're just like wow can't believe I went through that um yeah I guess you know coming from what I've been through in my life um high school was really rough for me um my parents chose drugs over me and so my grandparents raised me um and I always got bullied at school, you know, oh, your parents are druggies, this is what you're going to be. And so for me, I think the biggest fool of life started when I was in high school. Um, I, you know, I, I got made fun of for choices that I wasn't even making. And so it was, it was only sought out that that was going to be my destiny. You know, I was going to be a teen mm -hmm. mom like my mom. I was going to get addicted to drugs. I was going to party. I was going to be in and out of jail. You know, so that is where it all started for me. I knew 
way back then that that is not what I wanted to be. I always wanted better than that for myself. Um, definitely wanted better for that for my future children, you know, my future family. And so that is where it all started for me and being fooled. Um, and that was by, you know, distant family. They would, you know, make little snarky comments about that kind of stuff to me. And I mean, just the kids, bullying is real and kids suck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're probably even worse these days than they were back then. But um, yeah, like I said, that's where it all started for me. And, and honestly, I wouldn't be here today if they wouldn't have done that to me then, you know? Yeah. And it's almost like, like back then before social media and all that stuff. So everything was very different cultured wise, but I can't even imagine like going through that because it's almost like someone else's, like your parents, the decisions that they made, it like kind of got dumped on you as your identity, but you as a girl, as a woman had to make that, like make that decision moving forward. Like, Hey, this is not going to be me. I get to choose my life. And so I think that's super cool that the decision you made, because look at you now, like, you know, we right. all have choices in how our future is going to come out. Like we have choices every single day and that and those tiny steps that we take do impact where we're moving forward. But I think that's super awesome that you came out of that because you could have easily just been like, OK, you're right. You could have taken the lies of other people in high school or girls telling you like, hey, this is going to be you because your parents are like that. But instead, you, you know made a difference for yourself. And I think that's awesome. Um, going out of high school and whether you, um, you know, going into schooling, you know, you kind of did hair the past few years and that's something you're super good at, but obviously it's not like your heart, but, um, you know, where you are now, has there been just some challenges of maybe like friendships or just rejection that you've had to face and set boundaries with? Yeah, you know, so I always say that, um, you know, growing up my childhood and what I went through has always been the biggest blessing to me, but it's also always been the biggest curse mm -hmm. um, in a sense to now as an adult, you know, going through relationships, going through friendships, um, I'm having to face stuff that I never faced emotionally back then. Um, so like when a friend doesn't text me back or cancels plans or, you know, when a boyfriend isn't there for me when I'm having a bad day, you know, or just stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. I'm having to face that as an adult today. And, um, it's, it's hard. It is really hard because I never faced it when I was younger. So, um, definitely, you know, um, like when somebody leaves it always hurts me, always kills me. Cause all I can remember is my parents leaving, you know, they'd promise to, you know, come take me to eat or take me to go shopping. And then I'd get a phone call the next day because they went to jail or, you know, they were too high to come get me or all these certain things. So I'm struggling with that in this moment, in this day, um, with everything, family, like my close family, relationships I've had, you know, friendships I've had because of that, um, that lack of self-worth because of what I went through as a child. So it's been, it's been a really difficult season to face those. And, um, I'm really grateful that I'm not facing them alone. You know, I have a really great grandmother I have really great clients and friends who understand and I really think it's um the Lord's work for me because at the beginning of this year I I prayed to him I was in mass on uh New Year's Day and I said Lord please take the people my friends my acquaintances the family members in my life please take those people who don't mm -hmm. belong there and who are not good for me out, out of it. it yeah please just take them 
I can tell you I've lost three good friends this whole this beginning of from the beginning of the year that I thought were going to be my bridesmaids one day because I just loved them that right. much. But I realized that I was the one always putting mm-hmm. in and never and never receiving, right. mm-hmm. you know? So that is something that I've had to learn how to recognize and put up a, f- a fence there. Like, hey, you're not going to do this to me. Um, I've been through it before. My parents did it to me. We're not playing this game. I'm an adult and I, I get to choose Yeah. That. You know, so I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Um, yeah, that's, the Lord is great. That's good, too. It's funny that you said that, too, because I feel like I'm in the exact same season. Um, like, especially before COVID, I had so many people in my circle, like just too much. And, you know, in those moments when you have so many people involved, it feels good, right? Everything seems great. You're on top of the world. You have all these friends. But what I and then COVID hit and I kind of got to a place like you. I was like, OK, rejection after rejection people you know canceling plans and I kept getting hurt after hurt after hurt and I had to like take a step back and realize like oh my gosh are these friends even like are they do they even have like values like are they making me better right um do they like push me to be better do they praise me when I go through good stuff are they there for me when I go through hell like I literally had to take a step back and ask my questions because because I it was just toxic like I had too much in my circle and so I um I saw this quote the other day and, on Instagram and it was like a meme and it said like it had a picture of hands and I know this is so random but it was like sometimes in life it's just going to be you God and your career like sometimes there's just not going to be family sometimes there's not going to be friends in your circle sometimes you're just going to walk alone right. for a season and it's not forever it's not your whole future but there's going to be a patch in your life where it's just going to be you and God in your career like you're just doing you and that is okay and I think some of us girls like it's great to have friends but it's great to have healthy friends and people that you know, make right. you better. So I came to a place kind of like you where I was just like, all right, God, take, take it all away. Like this is, they're not making me better. They're making me stumble. I it was messing up a lot in my career and just my her stuff. And I, I don't know, I was just trembling through all these things. And it was crazy too. Cause once they all just kind of vanished. Nothing bad happened, but they just kind of disappeared. And I knew in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, you asked God for this. Like, there they go. Bye. Right. But at the same time. See, and, and. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. And that's exactly, that's exactly how I feel. So, like, I have always been there for my friends. You know, n- not all of them live near me. Some, like, 30 minutes, some two hours. Um, and I felt like a lot of times they were going, you know, always. I'm always there for the good times. But when they were going through the bad times, I was their shoulder to cry on. I was like, hey, let's take a girl's trip. But the roles reversed and it came out of really bad timing. Um, So I had just started my job and, you know, I was going through a little messy breakup or split up or break or whatever you want to call it. And no one was there for me. No one. So I was in this season of walking alone without the person I loved and without some of my closest friends. They didn't even call to check on me, you know? So I definitely feel that. And honestly, whenever I prayed for the Lord to just take all that away from me, I can tell you it's moved mountains and not necessarily because those friendships are removed, but because I have learned to focus on me and what's good for me. And I can tell you that the people at my job had told me in the beginning, we don't think you're going to make it because I was in such a bad place. I was dealing with it outside of work and I was bringing it into work. And I can't tell you those people today praise me. They're like, you, I don't know what happened, what shifted, Mm -hmm. but something's changed. And I said, I'm happy. 
I can focus on myself. The bad things are removed. The Lord is walking with me, you know? So that, that was really eye opening to me that the people that I had just met didn't want me to be there and didn't think I could, I could make Mm -hmm. it solely because of what I was going through by myself. Yeah. What you were carrying. Yeah. Right. And the fact that I overcame that and they were able to notice almost immediately that my life had my, my attitude, my, you know, the way I carried myself had just flipped, like the snap of a finger flipped. And honestly, I, I don't owe it to anybody, but God, because I prayed about it, you know, Lord, take this from me. I don't want to take this to work. These people don't like me. Please help me get better. Please just take everything from me that doesn't need to be there. That's good too. It amazes me what happens and what shifts when you love yourself. Like I just remember in like high school being so insecure and then college and just like, not fully loving all of Holly, like bits and pieces, but it amazes right. me. Like once you really just like let go of things and you know, it hurts too. Cause people leave, people come and go, but like once you recognize and, and sure. understand your identity and who you are and love yourself a hundred percent, like your perspective, your, your mindset, your, you know, everything, your attitude, just kind of like what you said, just changes. And people notice that people notice that energy around you. So I'm super proud of you because, you know, that stuff's hard. It's not easy. I'm sure there was nights where you cried. I mean, I cry about it all the time. Like, I'm like, okay, I, at this point, I just like, you've gotten rid of all the toxic. So now I just need like a few good ones. And I think that's so important just for us women, just to recognize, like, having so many people in your life is okay. It's fine. But just make sure that they have value and quality. I guess my next question for you moving forward is what would be some things that you've had to put in place for yourself? Maybe um, boundaries or just some, give us like three things that you've learned. If you could go back to the old JC, what are three things you could encourage us when it comes to, you know, rejection or being fooled? Um, for I guess three things. So one thing would be that as much as I think that I can do it on my own, I can't, I need help. There's resources. Um, the Lord is a great one. The Bible is a book that I read daily. Um, going to church has helped a lot. Listening, changing the music I listen to on a daily, listening to Chris, Christian music will change your whole mood. I promise you it will change your whole mood and it'll change your outlook of the day if you start with it. Um, so that's one major thing is knowing that I can't do it alone and recognizing that and saying, hey, I need help. You know, whether it's going to counseling, whether it's, you know, taking anxiety medication per need or you know, just believing in the Lord and that he is there for me. And he is the only one that can get me through everything that I face in life. And without him, Mm -hmm. I'm not me, you know, um, a second thing I guess would say to not overpour myself. Um, and that's a major one because, you know, being a woman, we're always misconstrued for being, you know, having so much emotion and caring too much and all of that stuff. And I think it's, I think it's misunderstood, but it's also a culture that we live in today that there's not many people Mm -hmm. who care anymore. However, setting the boundary of how much you care and how much you give of, of yourself to other people is a major deal. And it's, it's beautiful to recognize, um, saying no is okay. That's my third thing. Um, there's been a lot of things in my life that 
I just say yes, 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 you know, just for the experience or to get out the house or to do this or that. But I never took into consideration where I was that day in that moment. You know, saying no is okay and it needs to happen more. You have to take time for yourself. You know, just like today, I got off work at four o'clock this morning. I got home, showered, you know, washed my hair. One of my clients asked me if I could cut their hair this morning. I yeah. had to say no as much as I would love to. I had to say no, girl. I had to go get my nails done and get my <laughs> coffee and get my day going. Yeah. You know, so and I and I was stressed. Like I had just worked four yeah. nights in a row. So and and the old JC would have been like, Yes, when when do you want to come over? When can I meet you? You know, but learning to say no in the right moments has been the biggest blessing to me um for my mental health and for the people around me yeah you know I mean I know it kind of sucks when you tell a friend no but at least you're telling them no for your sake and and if they ask why that's a perfect place for communication and to grow your friendship and if they don't understand that then that's one of those people yeah that needs no to that's be good I, that's something that I've really pushed in myself the past two years is like saying no is okay because I used to say yes to everything like you said opportunity to hang out with friends and I would exhaust myself and find myself exhausted just mentally spiritually emotionally just all this stuff and it would almost like clog me up and I I realized over the past two years I'm like oh my gosh Holly like saying no to a situation or to hanging out with someone is okay like if you just need to stay home and do certain things, it's okay. Like plan for another day and setting those healthy boundaries for yourself is something we definitely should push forward because I mean, at the end of the day, you have to be healthy before, you know, you take care of yourself before you can take care of other people. And the truth is like the right people in your circle will understand. They'll be like, okay, sounds good. Another day. And oh, it's kind 100%. of like what you said, if they don't, then I would question the relationship you have with them, you know? Right. One of I this is so like random, but I just my um one I call her my sister, but she's really my best friend since probably third grade. Um, she is a new mom. Her son's almost one years old, and she posted on Facebook the other day, um, and it really hit home because sometimes I feel like I aggravate the shit no, out go of for her. Girl. Excuse my language. Sometimes I feel like I aggravate the heck out of her. Um, you know, calling her, texting her, seeing what's up. But she posted this thing that says, "I have to be there for me." before I be there for you. I have to be a mother before I be a friend. I have to be a mother before I be a girlfriend. I have to be a mother before I be a sister. Mm -hmm. And you know, it really opened my eyes because I have to be JC before I can be the friend of JC's, you know, like, or, yeah, you know, someone's friend. I have to be me before I can reach out and step out of my boundary and chase another dream. Like I have to find me. And, and that really hit home for me. I know it's a little different because I'm not, you know, mother, but it still is the same thing. Like you have to be you before you can be yeah. you for someone else. And that's the biggest lesson I learned, I think really in the, in the past year, um, especially going through what I went through with my, you know, split or break or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then losing friends. I mean, I realized that I wasn't my best me and I, I either didn't need those people and needed to find myself or I wasn't yeah, ready for them yet. That's so good. Know? I love that too. I'm going to definitely take that in consideration because with the quote that you had shared, especially with her Facebook, like it's true at the end of the day, it's like you, you have to be yourself before you could be a friend before you can, you know, pour into other people. And my mom used to always tell me growing up, like Holly, you can't pour with an empty cup. Like you have to be filled. You cannot keep, you can't keep, porn with it it's just not gonna work and so 
your mom gave that's so crazy because your mom gave me a book one day that was sort of about that and um how you can you know yeah. like build yourself up because I was telling her about you know how much taking hairdressing was taking a toll on me you know everybody's story and and that's back to yeah. I used to care too much and pour too much and all of this and I I will never forget your mom gave me this book about about a woman who who was going through that and um, I can't really remember exactly what it was about, but she gave me a book about it and she was like, you need to read this. So that's so crazy that you say that because, you know, your mom is a blessing and she is one of my favorite She's great. I'm telling you, I would not be where I am today without that woman. She is the <laughs> smallest, petitest, little blonde, cute Southern belle, but that girl can speak fire. That's all I'm going to say. Like, she has so much wisdom. She is one of my, she is one of my biggest cheerleaders down Aww. here. You have no idea. <laughs> She comments on my stuff, and you know she always texts me. Hey, oh, hope you're doing okay. She, she's, she's the best. Cheerleader. I love her. I definitely have the best mom. I will tell you that. And I'm just honored to have you on because that's how I met <laughs> you. It's crazy, just this world of me. I went I back know. to the south it's... to visit family for Christmas, and then met you, and now you're on my show. And and your story is just crazy, JC. But I just want to let you know as we you know, close up this podcast that you're, you're killing it. And, you know, you've made decisions for yourself and boundaries for yourself. You bought a house, you're working full time, doing all these different things. So I'm just believing the best is yet to come for you. And this is just, this is just a starting point. I feel like the next season for you is just going to take off and you're just going to be amazed. Oh, I just got the chills. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Oh my gosh. It's been such a pleasure. Uh, I've waited months for this and I'm all so good well thank you so much JC just for sharing your story and your thoughts when it comes to being fooled you know when it comes to life and setting boundaries with friendships and we've all had to deal with rejection and being fooled in life but I think the most important thing is taking it and learning and shifting it and making yourself better moving forward rather than kind of like you said sharing your story earlier in the podcast like you could have easily listened to the lies of all the people in high school and made your 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 family's decision your identity, but instead you chose to set boundaries and move forward. So I'm super proud of you and excited. So sure. ladies, make sure you follow her on Instagram. She's all over our Instagram page and Instagram story. And if you are in Louisiana, connect with her. She is amazing. If you need your hair done, connect with her. She's just a boss, babe. So thank you, JC, for sharing your story on the podcast today. And um, thank you, girls, for listening. And we are kicking off this new series called April Fool's. So stay tuned for next week.